Welcome back to Degenerates Not Your Mom's podcast. This is Legina. How is everyone doing? And welcome back. Um, I'm finally drinking, guys. It's still early today, but I'm like, fuck, I gotta drink something on this podcast. So everyone grab your drinks. I'm gonna open this right now. Some ASMR for you. Wait, hold on. Was that an ASMR? I don't know. I'm still obsessed with ASMR, by the way. Uh, we could talk about that next time. But, um, yes, I am drinking this Narragansett. I didn't know Narragansett made these. It's called Dell's Shandy. It's refreshingly different beer, is what it says on the can. Um, it says it is like a frozen lemonade, I guess, with beer. With a perfect balance of Narragansett lager and lemon flavor. It is very refreshing. Good for the summer. Anyways, cheers, everyone. Grab grab your drinks. Grab your wines. Grab your beers. Grab your cocktails. Whatever it is. So cheer- And cheers. Um, first of all, if you live anywhere near Pennsylvania, I have a fun day trip recommendation. So this weekend, I went to Lancaster. Lancaster? Lancaster. Lancaster. I don't know how you say it. I heard that some people say Lancaster or the peop- people from Lancaster. I'm just going to say Lancaster. Sorry um, about all the Lancasters. <laughs> um, anyways, this place was amazing. It's like a really small town in Pennsylvania, but it's famous for Amish village as famous for being an Amish village. Sorry, words are hard right now. Um, and... It had like cute marketplaces, cute farmers markets everywhere. Like there was even like a vintage market street. Their downtown area is great. Super cute bars everywhere. Um, I didn't go to this place, but there is a theme park called Dutchland. I I actually wish I had like a few extra days to be there. I would have done so much other stuff. Also, there's like a Cartoon Network hotel. Super cute with rooms inside of it with like Cartoon Network characters all over it um anyways but the best part well there were like two best parts but one of the best parts was the Amish buffet they have huge huge Amish buffets and um is there was like a big Amish community in Lancaster uh, from the 1720s they settled there in the 1720s and so it is known there like even the walmarts everywhere there are little buggy parking spaces i love it so much um but anyways i funny thing is i grew i was born in ohio and then i did elementary school in pennsylvania and then moved like the whole family moved to korea and then i came back to new york but um apparently lancaster is the biggest or the biggest community of Amish people live in the U.S. Close second is Ohio. So I literally grew up eating Amish food and candy and Amish butter. So I don't know if that was why, like when I went there and I saw the supermarkets filled with all this stuff and the buffet, I was like so happy. And I'm like, oh my God, the Pennsylvanian in me. (laughs) But um, it was really, really fun, and it was a great day trip from New York. It's only, like, two or three hours, I think. So it was a great day trip. And, okay, okay, the second best part was that 
we went on a tour at this place called the Amish Village. And um, it's like a little establishment slash museum, I guess. And they had a little farmhouse with animals and a schoolhouse. And then a little market. They like made it like a tiny village. And of course, like no one is living there, but they still had like a blacksmith shop. And then they did a tour of like one house, a little Amish household tour and how they would set it up. And, you know, they had two kitchens and what kind of clothes they would wear, all handmade and about their beliefs. And it was like super, super interesting. And, you know, I work with a big Jewish community right now. And I realized like, there are similarities, but very, very different. And for Amish, they don't use electricity, but that doesn't mean they live like cavemen. They had washing machines. They had everything, but it's just run in a different way, like with gas or in a different, like, they just don't want to be on the grid. Like electricity, you have to be connected with the outside world, you know? Um but this, they can run on their own. They could just buy their gas or whatever it is and run it. And they had light bulbs and everything. It's not like candles and very old style stuff. And they were also saying like, oh, yeah, it's like Amish are famous for butter and like women turn the butter. But it's not true. They go to fucking Walmart to buy their fucking butter. Only the only people that actually churn their butter are people that like sell Amish butter. Um, but the girl that did the tour was really good. Um, she was from New York and then she was like, right after the tour, we were at, on the last tour, right after the tour, she was like, I have to go. Well, she was talking with a coworker and she was like, I gotta go pick up my little sister. She has to go to a quinceanera. And it was really funny. But anyways, overall, it was a great day trip. And I just wanted to tell everyone that for some reason, because like, you know, it's, it's hard, especially when you live in New York, it's kind of hard to get out of New York. You know, there's so many things to do in the city, but at the same time, it's very different from, you know, going upstate or going to Pennsylvania. The environment is so different. And yet it's like so close to have this whole different experience, which I'm all about new experiences, by the way, guys. I hate it when people fucking trap themselves in the same thing over and over again, and that's all they know for their entire lives. This goes for friends. This goes for, you know, like, you live in fucking New York. You live in America, and you should make friends with anyone possible there are there's so much diversity and so many things you can learn from having friends from different parts of the not even just not even just the country different parts of the world and speaking different languages and you know learning about all these things it's very intriguing and a lot of people just trap themselves in the same community and even work it's like i say this a lot i've said this with yousef a lot but you know there's a point every workplace you get to a point where you don't learn anymore, you know? It's like you're comfortable there, but you are not really learning more and you're not challenging yourself more. And I remember I used to follow um, Casey Neistat. I think that's how you say his name. He was a YouTuber, New York-based YouTuber. I'm not sure if he still does that anymore, but he would say that he's like this crazy dude that does all this crazy stuff and he started just producing his own videos and now he makes, you know, 
commercials for TV and he's the producer that does all these crazy projects. And he would say that he like literally one of his YouTube videos that still is like lives forever in my brain is he draws this graph and he goes to you keep you go you start working in a new place or an environment or you know wherever it is you move somewhere and then you like you your life like the graph goes up in terms of experience or you're learning something or you're like motivation all of that goes slowly up and then there comes a point where it stops and that's this is like goes for everything and either from there you have to find a way to stimulate yourself more to get more education out of it or you know change something and like put more challenges into your life or job or whatever it is and if that doesn't work you're literally going to go on a flat line from there so it's either you know you challenge yourself to do something new or you stay where you are comfortable but probably bored and yeah i don't know where i'm going with this i just started ranting about it but uh, I will move on. <laughs> Moving on, I want to have a quick conversation for this for my nerds out there. Um, this is really bad, actually, but I finally watched Doctor Strange, the new one that came out. Madness of the Multiverse, I think it is. I don't even know the title, guys. It's really bad. I've been off my game of nerd stuff, but I finally watched it, and it was so great and chaotic. It was so crazy, and all this, like, multiverse bullshit has been getting to me because I've also been watching the second season of Umbrella Academy and I don't know since when maybe it's start started with Rick and Morty where all this like alternate universe stuff started coming out and it fucks with me because I'm just like I mean it pleases me I guess to think that there are like alternate universes with different versions of me living and sometimes I wonder like I wonder I know, I wonder if there's, like, a boy version of me out there. I wonder if there's, like, fucking a cat version of me out there. You know, who knows? And this is probably because of Rick and Morty a lot more. (laughs) The Doctor Strange movie kind of, like, showed all the different, like, still human, but all the different personalities or different types of Doctor Stranges there are in the world, which I thought was really funny, even, like, the hairstyles. Um... But what do we all think of multiverses? Like, do we believe in this? Like, would you be compelled to live in an alternate alternate universe if you had the chance? Like, what if, I mean, as I think all the movies show that people that try to go into alternate universes kind of like are grieving or lost someone in our universe that they want to replace. And they're like, okay, I know a different universe has a different version of that person or thing and i want to go get that you know that's like a lot of the movie plots i guess but it's so interesting and i was thinking like oh my god it do i exist as a fuckboy somewhere because ever since i was young honestly i've thought this a lot since i lived in korea that i would be such a good boyfriend if i was a guy sometimes like i wish i was a guy my life would be so much easier. (laughs) Maybe not. I know a lot of guys would disagree, but that's what I think. And 
I was like, if I was a guy, I would be so romantic and I'd be so good at planning things and planning good dates and giving good gifts. That's what I thought when I was in Korea. Now, now after New York, I'm all like, I would be such a great fuckboy and I would not hurt feelings of these ladies I'm fucking. I would like not play games, play with their feelings, but I'll have a good time and I'll be like one of those fuckboys that people respect. It's like, yeah, that dude, you know has a lot of girls, sleeps with a lot of girls, he's a hoe, but he's a great guy. And I mean, which girls can be like that too. I'd like to believe that I was like that when I was single. <laughs> but, but this is another conversation for another episode. I was speaking with my friend Liz that has um, that joined us for an episode a few weeks ago. Um, and we were talking about how we can be an ethical hoe. Like, what is an ethical hoe? What is an ethical fuckboy? Like, how how can fuckboys be better? Like, dudes, don't go around trying to sleep with people and break in people's hearts. You know, there are ways to do it having fun, just having fun. And I think that it is very, very hard um, just because humans all have emotions and then they get you know, and, and are selfish, you know, to a point where, where like you enjoy the love that you're receiving from a different person, even if you don't want to reciprocate that or you don't want to be in a serious relationship with them. So then it gets to a point where you're luring them in when you need, when you feel like they're going straying too far from, <laughs> from you. And, it's like fishing, you know. No, not fishing. This is breadcrumbing. But anyways, um, Liz and I have been planning to make an episode explaining all about this. So stay tuned for that one in the very, very near future. Um, but anyways, I will say one thing. I do think that it's about self-control. You have to make rules and you have to control even yourself. If you are the fuck boy <laughs> or fuck girl, that you have to know that you are not supposed to catch feelings and get yourself into some type of mess that will eventually hurt the other person or both of you for that matter you know like fuckboys are human beings too and they catch feelings too so um we will talk about that in the near future back to the multiverse stuff so this doctor strange movie loved how chaotic as fuck the movie was love how dr strange they show that doc dr strange has a soft spot and i think that's what get girls to love him so much because he's this like super charismatic he's actually pretty funny in the movies but um he has this serious when he's doing stuff he's serious and he's professional when he was a doctor he was like that but he has that soft spot and that's what makes girls go insane um, I love America Chavez. She's an amer- amazing character. She might be one of the most powerful women in Marvel. And I'm so happy that there is another addition to that. Because I honestly, Marvel is great. But I don't know. Captain Marvel is great. I, I feel like I don't like the actress that much. That's why I'm always I always get torn because some actors or actresses I don't like that much. And then they play these important characters. And Um, But anyways, moving on. This was a bit for my nerd people out there. (laughs) Another part that I wanted to touch was I was watching Benedict Cumberbatch and I was like, oh, God, he's so hot. And then I'm like, no, he's not 
handsome. What is happening? And let's revisit that conversation we had about ugly hot guys. <laughs> um, I did this a few episodes ago. And the examples are always like Adam Driver, Benedict Cumberbatch, etc. I think I always struggle to explain this because everyone is always, because I'm always like, it only happens to guys. There are only guy actors or like celebrities that are ugly hot and girls go crazy over them. And then everyone is kind of like, no, that's not true. My boyfriend always is like, no, that's not true. Like there are girls like that too. And guys like them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, prove it, prove it. Just name one. And no one can really name a lot. And then some people name a few people. And I'm like, it's very different. And you know how, like, now I know what's different. So I was having this conversation with one of my girlfriends and a guy that she knows. So it was the three of us. And this guy was like, that's not true. He was like, that's not true again. And then he said, I would, I would bang that girl. I would bang these girls. I would bang a girl even if she's not hot. So that's the fucking difference. It's not about, I would bang this person. Like when girls are into people like Adam Driver or Benedict Cumberbatch, it's for their character and it's for the characters they play and we think it's sexy and like charismatic or whatever it is. And there are different parts that we are attracted to. Like Benedict Cumberbatch, I love his voice. Um, and all the roles he's played are those type of like sexy, career driven, very smart, genius type person that is very cold, but then somehow shows a soft spot, um, to like a woman or whatever it is. And then we're all like, oh my God. And that is the difference. It's not like girls are just like, not, not handsome, but I'd fuck him. That's not the point of these people (laughs) okay it's not like oh yeah she's not she's not that pretty but i can fuck her no it's very very different but that's how guys look at women celebrities i guess like even if like she's not my style but i would fuck her no that's very different from these ugly hot guys that girls really swoon over and i found another good example of that (laughs) there is a new series on hulu called the bear it's great and it's a sh- this is it's a show about a Michelin star level chef, which is played by Jeremy Allen White, who is like he he played Lip on Shameless. Oh, I'll get into Shameless in a little bit, but um, he played Lip on Shameless and he plays this chef in this series, and he's like a Michelin level chef that like won best young chef award or some shit uh in new york and then he returns to his hometown in chicago to help run his brother's sandwich shop that is like run down and he's trying to turn it into an efficiently functioning place and since he's a michelin star chef i just imagine like he wants to do everything accurately measuring stuff he wants a system he wants this person to do that and no one there listens everyone's been there a trillion years and they're like it always worked like this why do i have to change it this is annoying and he gets all these like you know he and it he goes through all this shit trying to do make this restaurant a better place it's so fucking triggering guys by the way i work in this industry so i watch it and i'm like oh god and i did see in an article that a lot of restaurant workers couldn't finish the series i'm only in a few episodes like i think episode four or something it's fun though 
Um, but yeah, me and my friends have personally seen it and everyone, same thing. We're like, we're so triggered. But it's funny because I've seen an article saying, why is the bear making people horny? It's a series literally with no sex. They don't show any sex. There are like no romantic love lines or anything in there. I don't think until now, at least. Um, but the whole internet is getting like sexually charged by this fucking series. And I think one has mostly to do with the goddamn fucking Jeremy Jalen, Alan White. Sorry, what did I say? Jalen? Jeremy Allen White, because even when he was in Shameless, he was like that. He would like in Shameless, by the way, he did have a lot of sex and shit, but he was like one of those genius type characters that are troubled in some way, but very charismatic. And he acts like he doesn't give a shit, but he actually does. And goddamn lip and his roles dude like it's so funny because i see all these tweets saying he's the working timothy chalamet which is hilarious to me because i do not give one shit about timothy chalamet but lip is super sexy to me (laughs) and um i think that and then they were also saying like it's he's the type of fuckboy every woman knows and also like food is sexy the industry is kind of sexy like sexy and kind of dirty way you know it's like the service industry is sexy in like having sex in a bathroom stall type of dirty sexy way anyways this leads to another conversation like so i the point was jeremy allen white the bear is a good series and jeremy allen white is another one of those dudes that is not conventionally handsome looking but girls love him and he gets all these good roles that girls go crazy and people think he's really super hot and then i saw this tiktok that was explaining about this whole different category of hotness and it was called trailer park hot and then i quickly discovered that i think that that is like one of my types trailer park hot what the hell but Every trailer park hot dude, like, if you think about it, you know who they are. It's like, it's like Channing Tatum, Tom Hardy, Kurt Russell from, like, OG trailer park hot, or Kevin from Shameless. All the Shameless dudes, honestly, like, Kevin from Shameless. And same goes for women. Like, I think Angelina Jolie is trailer park hot. Um, Juliette Lewis, I think her name is. Those type, that actress is trailer park hot. And it's not a bad thing. It's very, like, sexy, grungy type of hot. And um, there's another subcategory to this called gas station hot. And gas station hot are slightly more sensitive people like Pete Davidson or Brad Pitt or Justin Bieber. I just thought this categorizing was hilarious. <laughs> and, and I actually realized that that is probably my type for so for guys it's trailer park hot i love that type those type of actors i guess when someone is like what's your type just like physically that would be it um for girls super super different which is funny i really love the goth vampire looking girls for some reason super pale long black hair like dark dark makeup I don't know. It's always been a thing. It's either that or 
super doll looking girls i guess i just enjoy that aesthetic looking at that aesthetic because it's so different from what i look like i'm just like how do people look like that you know when people look like porcelain dolls like so so pretty if anyone watches criminal minds jj in criminal minds i just every time i see her i'm just like how does she look like that she looks like a freaking porcelain doll no that sounds creepy barbie doll not quite barbie doll either she just looks so pretty um in a very like drawing type of way when you're like okay this is like a pretty doll that's what what i picture uh moving on from um me fangirling uh there was one last thing i wanted to talk about and it is elon fucking musk what seriously what is happening with this dude and why is his dad like practically Woody Allen? So apparently his dad had a secret child with his stepdaughter. Yo. And then now he's saying he is ready to donate sperm to high class women. What does that even mean? Also, yeah, it's weird. It's like very rich people stuff, I guess. It's like, what in the fucking rich person are you doing? I don't, I don't know. Um, but. <laughs> And I guess I've never really had an interest in Elon Musk at all. Like, I know who he is. I know some of the gossip shit that happens around him. And that was about it. And I know that a lot of men, like, love him and idolize him. Like, he's a genius. Um, and he's, like, bro-y type of dude to them, I guess. But also, like, around me, I don't have any people that are very interested in him or talk about Elon Musk that much. So I did a little research and one, he has a billion trillion kids. Like, I don't know what's happening with this shit, but after a little research, um, I realized like Elon Musk is not really, I don't think he's that smart. Like I, I know he's smart, but I don't think he's a genius of any sort because he didn't really engineer or build or actually like sit down in a lab and make anything of what any of what his companies do so he was always the investor not like not the engineer and i'm not sure why this image like people think that he is the smart person because and people think that he founded a lot of the companies he did not find found any of them is how you say it find found um so i'm gonna do like a quick quick uh timeline history thing of elon musk so elon musk did not invent tesla he joined in 2004 by donating 6.5 million funded it and became chairman uh elon musk's family apparently owned an emerald mine in zambia that they deny because it does have some like sketchy bad reputation they deny it but also, like, people know him as the owner of PayPal or whatever. He was owner of PayPal for six, only six months, and then he got fired. And it was only after two, like, online payment platforms, which of only one he was a part of. And he was a part of that with a bunch of people. And he didn't do anything to be, like, a developer or anything. He was just in it because he put some money into it, I guess. Um... So two of those platforms merged and became PayPal, which then he was president or whatever, um, owner of it for only six months and then he got fired. So 
he was um like not the brains for of things you know <laughs> rich rich people are rich people i think they just love to be a part of something with not much knowledge of it because they have the money to be which i really have firsthand experience at this short story time one of the restaurants i worked for was owned by a really like a billionaire he was a nostoc uh billionaire i guess something like that maybe he's a millionaire and i wouldn't say billionaire <laughs> but he's a very rich person he like owns an estate he lives in a place where you open the gates and you have to drive into the home and anyways he was just one of these really wealthy people that are like i need something to do with all this money i really love eating I want to open a restaurant and he really wanted he wasn't just an investor he really wanted to be involved in it which I thought was really cool in the beginning and I was like oh wow this is an owner that really cares and he had his girlfriend by the way okay by the way this guy was old he was an older gentleman and this girlfriend was like 20 something years old model looking beautiful beautiful girl by the way and i think i don't know what she was doing she was from abroad she had an accent but i think she was studying design or interior design or something like that so she tried to do all the interior of the restaurant long story short he tried really hard but i think he jumped into it without a lot of knowledge about running a restaurant you know it's glamorous when you look at it from the outside it's like I want a Michelin star restaurant with a great chef that's creative. That's not all that goes into running a restaurant. It's just really, you know, even even the floor employees could make or break a restaurant. You know, it's just uh, so many little pieces go into a restaurant becoming a great establishment. And I think he was not ready for it. So, well, that was just my example of... You know, it's you just can't do everything with little knowledge and just money. Uh, back to Elon Musk. Anyways, Elon got a lot of money from PayPal or thing that he was a part of. It was just because he had invested a little in the beginning to that one company. And then when PayPal took off, he still had that much invested. So he got like $180 million. And then he bought Tesla with that. So then, so overall, I know he always says like, oh, I didn't take any of my dad's money. Uh, I made myself up from scratch. I was poor in the beginning. I, I don't fully believe that. He had a safety net from the beginning, you know, and he acts like he was a genius that like did everything. No, he just had enough money to be able to invest in things that actually took off. He probably invested money in a bunch of things that didn't take off too. That's what you can do when you have money. <laughs> but... He was never the brains and also came from a multi-million dollar family, grew up with private jets. He said that he said that he had once sold his father's emeralds while he to Tiffany's when he was young to get money and his dad was asleep. So there you are. Like, you know, he never had to worry. You can take risks. This is what happens when you're rich. Your childhood is the base of who you will be right your personality your demeanor whatever it is and your self-confidence when you grow up in a household like that i believe like never having to worry about being homeless you can take risks he can lose all his money even now and he'll still have a family that's rich and he can live a cushy rest of his life with that money you know so i'm just 
I, w- I guess I was just upset that everyone thought he was a fucking genius and he built his, himself up from nothing. And I'm like, bro, that is not nothing. Like, hell, if I grew up like that, I would start like a hundred businesses and maybe one would take off and then I'll get rich from that. And I won't be able to say I grew myself from nothing. No, I had the seed money. I had the support. I had the confidence. I had the connections, the wealthy connections. I had, I knew people you know, from my childhood, from me growing up. So that's that. But what I really wanted to talk about was what is up with him having a billion kids. So I guess he was married to his college sweetheart. Her name is Justine. She's very beautiful. But she wrote an article saying that she actually practically forced him to marry her. And she said in that article that she was a starter wife. And she, like, didn't take no for an answer for in regards to marriage. So, but she also said in that article that <laughs> um, he said the couple was having their first dance at the wedding. And he leaned in and told her, I'm the alpha in this relationship. Like, okay, very romantic. That's scary. But... <laughs> I think that relationship was a very abusive relationship. Look at the start of the relationship. <laughs> and so I guess in their relationship, they had a child that died and the wife was grieving and Elon had called her emotionally manipulative, manipulative for talking about the child and grieving. So she had to like shut up about it while she was even grieving. She couldn't talk about the child to her husband and also like he had always she thought this was very weird that he always pushed her to be more blonde weird um and also they had five kids though after that they had five kids and then ilama started dating or cheating i don't know with some actress and then he got married to that actress and then divorced and then got married again and then he had two kids with grimes the one with the weird names that we can't pronounce, no one can pronounce or know how to pronounce, and they thought it was really quirky and cute. But I think that's another way of him, I don't know, trying to say that he's very special. Um, (laughs) But then, recently, he had twins with an executive that works with him in the company. And then there was a rumor of him having a kid with Amber Heard also, but it wasn't, like, it was just with his sperm that Amber Heard manipulatively kept to get money from it. I don't know. There were so many rumors, but anyways, I just think it's very weird. Maybe it's just super rich people doing weird, super rich people stuff, but his dad is weird. He's weird. I don't understand having like 10 kids and not caring for any of them, but also he kind of wants to be a celebrity. If you watched SNL, he, he really wanted to be the funny, cool guy. Um, but I thought it was really interesting because I knew nothing about Elon Musk and now I know a ton by doing this research and it weirds me out. I would love to hear everyone's opinion on what they think about one, the multiverse, two, Elon Musk and all this bullshit, <laughs> and three, uh, trailer park hot or, or ugly hot or that whole subject that I can never really explain well enough, but it's always on my mind for some reason. But 
anyways thank you everyone for listening this was degenerates not your mom's podcast send all your opinions questions to degenerates nymp everywhere you can dm us on instagram or you can just send an email we have a degenerates nymp at gmail come visit our website you can leave messages there um yeah and thank you for listening get drunk get high get laid thank you for listening bye